Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Let's do this. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. I got to tell you, Trey, this would be the perfect man cave. Uh, I mean, you the, the pictures are outstanding, and I'm always complaining to my wife. I want a bigger TV, bigger TV, bigger TV. <laughs> I've never seen a 25-foot television with this kind of picture. I mean, this quality is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Wow, goodness. 25 feet. Nice. Now, Rick I, Rick, I do want you to know that Kevin and I have uh, – during the break, we, did, we wait until the break to take advantage. These have to be the biggest onion rings that I think is in in the world. And, and it, it wasn't just batter. The they were wow. the onions were cooked perfectly. Oh man! I, I, I mean, I thought Sonic had the world's best. This is one A. <laughs> and then Kevin had mozzarella sticks. Yeah, the cheese curds that, that Neil said if, if we didn't eat them, he was going to, and we didn't leave him much of anything over Well, he's hawking. Yeah. He's, he's hawking. Yeah. He's ready. Uh, so, good afternoon, Trey. Good to be here. So <laughs> Come Trey, for the onion have... ring, stay for the television. Hey, Trey, do you, yeah, have, right. uh, yeah. do you have room in your house for a 25-foot TV? Nobody does. No, right? I did. About 18 months ago, I did get a 100-inch uh, ultra-short throw laser projector, which is fantastic uh, wow. for our media room, and it's wow. it's hard to beat. 100 feet, but 25 feet. That's a, 25 feet's pretty. 100 inches. Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty big. Yeah, I'm pleased with it. I don't know what I would do. 25 feet, you'd have to set up outside probably. <laughs> Uh, I don't know where I'm going to put it, but, I mean, it, it uh, man, it would fill a room, that's for sure. Uh, Trey, a couple more transfer, uh, transfer portal mm-hmm. uh, football players today, Simeon Blair and Jackson Woodard. Yeah, a couple more uh, Arkansas guys, Jackson Woodard, I believe Little Rock Christian, Simeon Blair, Pine Bluff. Correct. Right. Um, I wouldn't say I'm terribly surprised, maybe a little bit on Woodard because, you know, I, I feel like he was – getting some opportunities to play a little bit more. Uh, Simeon Blair obviously was a starter and had a decision to make uh, whether he was going to come back or not. Um, I don't mean to make small of either of those transfers. Arkansas will be fine. Uh, they'll go out and get players in the transfer portal, which is how things work now that will you know, easily fill those roles, I think. And we talked a little bit about that yesterday. Just safety play just hasn't been that good this year. And, but I wish Simeon Blair – all the luck in the world. I, I, I wouldn't surprise me maybe to see him end up at like UNLV. Uh, Barry Odom was certainly very high on him as not just a player, but a guy that could maybe be a coach one day. Um, and maybe that's something that's in Simeon Blair's future. Uh, and Woodard, I guess maybe he's looking for somewhere he can be a starter, which probably means transferring down a little bit. Now, Simeon was on scholarship, obviously a former walk-on. And Jackson Woodard was on scholarship. He was actually on a retroactive scholarship because Arkansas didn't fill up their scholarship totals in the 2021 year, and they were able to apply that retroactively. So for him, it just felt like he was on scholarship in 2022 because he's you know getting the money then. But uh, uh, he wasn't one that counted against the scholarship total. Like when I was saying they had 48 available scholarship players, I wasn't counting Jackson Woodard. 
uh, even though technically he was on scholarship. Same with Harper Cole, who was also retroactive. Uh, so I've got them guys right now at 23, counting Woodard as a scholarship guy. I've got him at 23 guys who've entered the transfer portal uh, that were scholarship players. And with the guys that they have coming in and the guys that they also have going out with uh, the opt-outs and, of course, graduation, I think eight seniors who are out of eligibility now uh, who will be moving on. Uh, I've got them with 75 players on the 2023 roster right now. And that includes all the guys that have committed or signed, the five guys that they've gotten out of the transfer portal so far. So that means if nothing else changes, nobody else enters the portal, then they've got 10 spots to fill, uh, which would mostly, you would expect most of those to be the transfer portal. Obviously, the Harris twins are out there. We've got an article on Hog Sports uh, with uh, you know quotes from both of those guys about where they stand in recruiting. They talk about Arkansas and Maryland. Um, and then, you know, I, I don't know if there are any other high school guys that they're in on as much as those two twins. Um, for those who don't know, they're four-star linebackers who were committed to UCF and didn't sign in the early period after Travis Williams uh, left UCF. So Arkansas will get them in for a visit, hopefully, and, and may be able to, to land them. Those would be nice additions, obviously. And then the rest of the guys, if they get those guys or not, the rest of the guys uh, I would expect to be uh, out of the transfer portal. There are more numbers than what I really thought. I, I must confess. I was thinking said, it was like 58 or something. Yeah. Like that. that's, what, you, that's what it seems like. It feels certain, like, yeah. yeah. When you were talking mm-hmm. about uh, only 10 openings, 10 spots, with Harris Twins could take up two of the of the 10. That'd leave eight uh, that would need mm-hmm. to come from the transfer portal. Uh, wow, Trey. That just, uh, boy, I, I wasn't expecting that number. I really, really thought it was less than that. Uh, great news for Quincy McAdoo for the University of Arkansas. Yeah. Didn't change what happened in the uh, Liberty Bowl, but nevertheless, uh, he can move forward. Arkansas can move forward. Know that Quincy mm-hmm. McAdoo is now ready to go for the first game of the 2023 football season against Western Carolina. Guys, can you imagine if if that was issued by Steve Shaw, the you know, the ruling that it wasn't targeting, he's going to be available. If Arkansas had lost that game. Mm. Yes. I mean. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. There would have been a riot. <laughs> Man, it would have been tough. Yeah. But uh, luckily, we're not dealing with that. Arkansas did win the game. But when I see that overturned, that was just a ridiculous call from a ridiculous person. Who, I mean, just to interject yourself in a moment like that over something that wasn't targeting. And we've seen that overturned in games over and over again. And Rick's right. The people in the booth, the the replay people, totally whiffed on that. And they whiffed on the fumble. Um, Again, I'm not a conspiracy guy who thinks that these guys are out to get Arkansas. I usually point to incompetence. But, man, that's beyond incompetent. Those two – those two replays, the the rulings after those, I understand throwing, you know, letting the play play out when the ball hits the ground, but once it goes up to review and it's indisputable that he did not fumble the ball, and it's not even his elbow, it's his wrist. And once his wrist goes down, the back of his hand, once that goes down and touches, the play's over. You know, he's down, and that hit, and then his elbow hit, and then you know his rear end hit. It, it's it's it just despicable really that 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 it came to that arkansas should have won that game by 15 points and i should have been able to watch the rest of the basketball game and wasn't able to watch all that. <laughs> that's so. right yeah yeah the, yeah. the fumble obviously yeah, we can talk about that all day long but the, 
the targeting call and having been an official and been on the field and been in all three positions that were closer to the action, the line judge, the umpire, and then the back judge, here's how late it was. And, and I, we replayed it, looked at it. It was everything. late. Yeah. Yeah, the white hat, okay, the play happened, we recovered, got up, They, the camera panned on ESPN, and you still saw the flag coming down. I haven't seen a flag mm-hmm. thrown that late since the 03 championship Fiesta Bowl with Miami and Ohio State. That's how late it was. And, and the white hat, yeah. he's 12 yards away. He's, yeah, late. Yeah, he starts out 10 yards behind the behind the quarterback. So, at that point, he's 17 yards from the football and 20 from the goal line. He works his way up. So, when he saw that, he was probably 15 yards away, stepped up a couple more. So, mm-hmm. I had – no reason i could not come up with a reason why he threw that flag i still want an explanation on bryce stevens's personal foul i mean because <laughs> yeah, you know we talk like yeah. I, like you know people are talking about you know arkansas didn't have a killer instinct they couldn't put their you know heel on their necks and all that stuff um but arkansas did do some like they had a couple of drives going they got the penalty on the debenion catch that was warranted um i, I get that and then they you know, they had the Bryce Stevens penalty that just killed that. What I mean, did he that, do? They lost it down. Yeah. He didn't do what anything. What did he do, though? I, 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 still, I didn't see him do anything. I still <laughs> – exactly. It, it blows my mind how they could call that. It should have been 15 yards the other way. Um, and if Bryce did something that we didn't see, then it should have been offsetting. But I, I, I've looked at it over and over again. I just don't see what he did that would have warranted him getting a personal foul when he was shoved and – you know, pushed well, the other face. guy pushed him in the face, didn't he? Yeah, it that's, was at least that was at least on the shoulder pads yep. or higher. And no, it was it the was definitely in the that face. Gets caught. Exactly, it's definitely in the face. Um, so I, I just don't understand that either. But you know, they didn't have a whole lot of possessions in the second half, and then uh, you know you lose a couple of drives because of penalties. Uh, Arkansas was also, you know, people say they weren't aggressive enough, but I remember a third and three on that last drive of Arkansas in regulation before, I guess, the final final drive, um, where they threw that bomb to Matt Lander. Yeah, so third yards. and three, you know, that was yeah, yeah, that was a pretty aggressive play or the end around. You know, it's like they're not aggressive enough. Oh, they're too aggressive. What are they doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, the direct snap to Dominion. So you know, it's creative. That was, you know, when I that was, <laughs> that but was when I, I was sitting in the press yeah. box. When I was sitting in the press box, I, I said this. I was sitting next to David Basil and Andrew Ellis, and I said, I, I don't think I would take it out of K.J. Jefferson's hands on this play. And then he never touched it on the play. <laughs> the, one, the one play all game where he just did not touch the ball with that. So, um, yeah, it's well, easy He almost to look ran back into the, the ball. Fact, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. It's easy to look back after the fact, but that was definitely one where I thought, man, K.J. does not need to give the ball to anybody, and he never touched it. But, um you know, they put up a ton of offense, and they should have won the game by 15 right after that end around or, or reverse play, I guess. They should have won the game by, by 15 points, and I think everybody would feel a lot different about it, obviously, than kind of having a bad taste in your mouth that they had to go into triple overtime for them to win. All right, Trey, from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback, i got a couple of questions for you. Real quick, okay. um, Woodstock says, Trey, do you think Matt Landers did enough in the bowl game to improve his draft stock? There was a long stretch where he just had that one catch for 59 yards and a touchdown. And mm-hmm. I, I think he probably showed some things that could help him. I, I think that he's a draftable player. 
mean, he's got great size, great speed. I mean, he may be as fast as any of those wide receivers out there and the tallest. Um, I don't know. I would like to see him get a shot in the NFL. I, I, I think that he's got all the physical tools. and uh, I like that he stuck around for an extra game, too. I appreciate that. I think, uh, you know, Hog fans should appreciate that because, sure. you know, he easily could have done something else and, um, and just not played in that game like we see so many guys. And I, and I get it. You know, guys have, um, you know, they feel more guaranteed to get drafted. I understand you're – if we were in that situation, we'd probably do the same thing. But uh, I appreciate when a guy comes back and plays the bowl game in an era where not many seniors do that. I think we'll see some Donald- do that, uh, particularly when they go to twelve team play the 12-team playoff. Anybody that's not in the 12-team yeah. playoff in another bowl, forget your seniors. They're just not going to play. And, uh, and that's really yeah, too bad. I think so, you're yeah, right. I think Matt Landers deserves a huge – Salute from Razorback fans. Yeah, and I'll even throw a salute to Simeon Blair and Jackson Woodard because yeah, they play. I, you know, I, right. I I asked Simeon, I asked Simeon um, two days before the game what he was thinking of doing if he was going to return. I never thought he would enter the portal, um, and he said he hadn't made that decision yet. I think he probably had, but um, you know, he played the game and That's knew. Right. I think Absolutely. knew, and Jackson Woodard probably knew also that they were going to enter the transfer portal after it, but went ahead and played the game and. Um, you know, we're, you're talking about a really depleted roster, which, again, I, the the trash talk from Kansas fans just blows my mind. <laughs> They're like, we manhandled you. And I'm like, it was, <laughs> it was a 25-point 25, 25 difference and should have been more than that, uh, not for the bogus pass interference call, right? not, uh, not pass interference call right before the half. Um, and I'm just like, dude, don't come on here tracking, talking trash when you're Kansas. You're probably the worst program in Power 5. And you've lost seven of your last eight games, and you talk about you're on the upswing. I just don't. I don't get that. But more power to them. I'm glad they feel good about the football program. They got a good quarterback. Jalen Daniels is a real yeah, deal. But uh, I don't know if I'd be talking trash after 14 straight losing seasons. No. And All right, this from Donald. Coming into their league. And and losing the game to Arkansas three times also. Yeah. Right. That's right. Uh, this from uh, Donald. He says, Trey, does that scholarship count include, <coughs> pardon me, Shamar Easter? Yes. Yeah, I included all signees and committed players. Okay. Uh, let's talk with I think, uh, I think they'll be good. Just just on point on that, I, I think they'll be good with Easter once they get him up and, you know, meet the new tight ends coach and everything like that. Um, you know, I think him being an Arkansas guy going to play in their favor, but we'll see how it plays out, but I think they'll be in good shape with them. Agree. Jimmy, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? I sure do. First off, Trey, I've enjoyed hearing your uh, sound with uh, Coach Pittman at the press conference all day. That's hilarious how he (laughs) answered those questions. Uh, Yeah, I thought that was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if Hunter Juracek says anything, does he get fined? Like. Can he get fined? I assume for, he, for, yeah, I would for, assume he could get fined too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, 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 haven't, I haven't ever heard that brought up before, but I would assume being the AD, if he were to like go on hand about how terrible the officials were, that would that would probably be fine worthy. Well, I tell you, okay. I have to go back to a story at a basketball game where Coach Broyles was sitting on the uh, press table. Randy, maybe remember this? I don't know if he was there. And the official was leaving the court, and Coach Broyles got up in his face and yep. said, "You're terrible! You're yep. terrible!" Yes, I, I don't think he got fined for that. 
That was pre-fine era. That's only been in place since like 95 or so. I guess you're right. Pre-fine era. <laughs> okay. And, and my next question, my next question, I mean, uh, uh, I heard a caller earlier today talking about a four-star from Arkansas that uh, released uh, from Colorado uh, that Prime let him go. And, uh, and uh, I don't know about this kid. And do you know if there's anything going on with him? CJ Yeah, he's not a four star, but um, thank you, Jimmy. Linebacker, right? Linebacker, running back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think Arkansas yeah. has offered Star or, City. Yeah, they Star weren't City. on his radar yeah. before. Yeah. Right. Uh, this from Piggy Smalls. Another question for you, Trey. Uh, did we ever get an explanation as to why they weren't more aggressive on that last possession of regulation with 40 seconds? All three timeouts only needing a field goal, and why wouldn't they try mm-hmm. a hell Mary from midfield? Yeah, I guess they, maybe they felt confident about going into overtime. Um, That's what you know, I, thought. I, I thought the same thing. It's like, yeah, they got 40 seconds. Maybe they try to do something. Um, but it, you know, I can see both sides of the coin on that one. Of why you just tuck it in and take it in overtime versus, you know, forcing something maybe and having an interception and you know losing the game that way. That would be pretty pretty tough so i can i can see both both sides of it but um they made the right decision i guess you know it's a shame that somehow some way because i i do believe there will be an appeal um at least it'll be some of the plays that arkansas will send on back to that matt landers Mm -hmm. fumble i would i wish somehow some way there could be that clarified that that was another blown call just just to rub it in the face of those officials yeah, and how badly though. they handled it. I don't think they'll make it public, hey, but somewhere, somehow, they'll say something about yeah. it. Yeah. I'll say this, too. I don't think on that last drive that we were just talking about, yep. Arkansas got a first down with, like, 25 seconds left, and I don't think the clock stopped. It didn't. And I was saying that when it was happening live, and the clock should have stopped. Before they, you know, and and then they reset the ball and the clock start again. But I don't think it ever stopped. And I was trying to figure out on the can after they threw the flag on McAdoo, they had the ball at the one yard line and it started at the three. They said it was uh, half the distance to the goal. Why was it not at the one and a half yard line? And Pittman right. was yelling about that as well. I didn't know if there mm-hmm. was, there was ever a clarification about that as well. Was it from the end of the run because mm-hmm. it shouldn't be from the end of the run because we recovered the football. So you go back to the the, yeah. the spot of the previous play. A lot of confusion, needless Close to say. My mind. Yeah, a lot of confusion. Well, all right, Trey, we are about out of time, so but I'm going to leave enough time to okay. tell you we wish you the very best, the uh, uh, happy new year, because by the time we come mm-hmm. back on, it will be a new year. We're not we're not on Monday, right? So we want to say happy new year to you and your family, and uh, look forward to a great twenty. 23 with you and hawks me too same to you guys looking forward to a great 2023 happy new year to you and all your families and all the listeners out there thanks for listening to uh my little segment here <laughs> thanks Trey. you got it buddy all nice right guys. that is straight media of hogsports.com being brought to you by asher record service company